Take the guesswork out of your cannabis shopping with ECS DNA Kit by Endo Canna Health. I did this years ago and it continues to empower me to get nerdy with my cannabis choices, which you know I like. If you've watched our Cannabis Legalization News podcast, did you know that right now you can save 25% off your DNA test at endodna.com? That's E-N-D-O-D-N-A.com and use promo code POD25. That is P-O-D, the number two, the number five. Your purchase includes the EndoDNA Collection Kit. Endo decoded report, personalized cannabinoid and terpene suggestion, endo aligned product matching in your state, suggested dosage guidelines, and optimum methods of administration. Once you know your personal ECS data, you can shop endo supplements tailored specifically for you. And right now, Endo DNA is celebrating their new patent with a BOGO offer on their Afeka soft gels lineup. Since so many of you struggle with sleep, I want to highlight Afeka Unwind created to support healthy sleep cycles using a patented proprietary formula of hemp-derived CBD, terpenes, and essential oils. If sleep is eluding you, sweet dreams are made of this. So buy one, get one, my friend. You can shop online at endodna.com. And don't forget promo code POD25 at checkout to save 25% on your DNA test kit. Hey, music lovers. The Cannamom Show podcast, in collaboration with Lambkin Guitars, is giving away a custom-built, one-of-a-kind electric guitar built by Josh Lampkin. The solid one-piece hemp wood body includes a built-in glass bowl piece. Yeah, you heard me right. You can take a hit and then play a lick. Now's your chance to help the Cannamom Show crush cannabis stigma with your entry. Register for the Hemp Guitar Giveaway online at LampkinGuitars.com. That's L-A-M-K-I-N Guitars.com. The drawing will be part of a 420 celebration at the Goods Dispensary in Somerville, Massachusetts, where the guitar is on display for the month of April. But don't worry, you don't have to live in Mass or be present to win. Visit LampkinGuitars.com to scope out the Hemp Guitar giveaway details and entry form. You'll even find a video of what could be your guitar in action. L-A-M-K-I-N-Guitars.com Yeah, man. How's it going? We got a whole new week of cannabis legalization news to get to, but I hope you're having a bodacious summer. Uh, Miggy will be joining us. He's still on vacation. Maybe you are too, or maybe you're going next week. You were back from last week. We got a whole pile of news that uh, accumulated over the past couple of weeks. For example, we got some federal news out of the Biden Veterans Administration. They got some policy. We're going to go over it. It's our lead story. After that, we got a Peace Senate committee saying federal law blocking marijuana and psychedelic research due to Schedule 1. A little story about Bill Gates and Seth Rogen. We may check in on our dispensary status if Mickey gets here. And then we got a whole bunch of Minnesota. We got some DEA news. We got some news about MasterCard. There is a name that's strange. Uh, we got some California stock news that's kind of sad, some awesome New Jersey news, and some more awesome New Jersey news. It's cannabis legalization news, everybody. Let's start the show. Uh, um, 
Miggy said he'd be here, and I talked to him not too long ago. So I know that's not a wrong statement. Um, I can't control. Oh my goodness. Nope, that's the problem. We are looking for a an intern that is going to help me do this, so I do not have to do this while <laughs> from a laptop, by the way. Uh, but our big story for the week is uh, Biden is continuing to block uh, doctors from recommending weed. And this was reported originally out of, well, uh, the VA. And we're going to get to that aspect of it right there. And there's some bullet points that we'll cover about the Department of Veteran Affairs. And this this is your first time joining us because there's at least a couple of reasons why this may be your first time joining us. Um, One of which we had a really nice video that uh, hopefully you enjoyed. It was about hemp and we got a new one about how you might actually be able to legalize it after summer vacation, of course. Niggy's still not here, but let's let's go over what the VA has actually said. They have some new policy that came out of the well, it's the Biden's VA now. It's it's his administration. We aren't talking about the last one. It's got enough problems to worry about. Uh, and they said that you are not allowed to be a VA doctor and recommend weed, but you can also be a veteran and not be denied benefits because of marijuana use, which is another of our next videos. And if you haven't checked that out yet, you it's because it hasn't been shot. I, I'm, I'm waiting for those people to tell me what to do. Uh, and uh, the other things that happened there is the veterans are encouraged to discuss weed with their VA providers. Uh, VA healthcare providers will have to record marijuana use in their charts uh, in order to have the, the info for treatment planning. You know, they're still trying to do secret studies, I guess, for the states or the, the feds. So VA clinicians may not recommend medical marijuana. Uh, you are going to have to get a private doctor, uh, Colonel Sanders, sorry. Uh, VA clinicians may only prescribe medications that have been approved by the United States Food and Drug Administration, that's the FDA, uh, for medical use and Weed, by the way, is the most interesting aspect of this. There is no medical use for it. It's okay if you're a veteran who's using it. And if you are using it pursuant to a medical uh, card in your particular state, there is no funding for the feds to enforce their laws. Uh, this this gets into our next video that'll be on the constitutionality of marijuana laws. And so if you're into that, you know, hit those likes, subscribe and all that. And thank you for tuning in. Miggy will be here soon or he won't. And it'll be a short broadcast. So uh, mostly also, I can't see the the people that are commenting um, and I would have to refresh this browser, which would hang it up. Uh, So bear with us, we're on vacation. Okay, and so our next story has to do with uh, a key Senate committee says federal law is uh, blocking marijuana research because it's schedule one, which kind of goes against the stuff that we were just talking about, how the VA is allowing it and um, that's unfortunate, but let's let's kind of dig into what this article says. It was published, of course, by MarijuanaMoment.net. Uh, and if you haven't checked them out, I'm shocked that you're tuning in and haven't checked them out. You really should. Uh, so this is by Kyle Yeager, and he reported this. Don't forget to sign up for this stuff. Uh, they've approved a spending bill that re- contains sections encouraging the expansion of federally supported research, but this has been blocked because the, uh, you can't research stuff that is Schedule 1. 
So the scientists face limited access to sources of cannabis, suggesting that they should be able to study the actual products consumers are purchasing from state legal dispensaries. Uh, the Senate Appropriations Committee, those are the people that have money. And so like money is what makes at least the United States go around. Uh, and they passed that legislation, which covers fiscal year 2024, coming up here starting in September for labor, health and human services, education and related agencies. And it's attached report language last Thursday advanced to the floor and addition to that stuff uh, for any activity. OK, there's any it said the reports. There's also language in the underlying bill that prohibits the use of federal funds for any activity that promotes the legalization of any drug or other substance included in Schedule one under the Controlled Substances Act, unless there's significant medical evidence of therapeutic advantage, which of course there shouldn't be, because if it's Schedule 1, by definition, it has no medical use. Uh, 38 states disagree. That's, of course, only out of 50, but it, you can also include the nation capital, the District of Columbia, which also allows medical use. Man, if Miggy was here, I could just, like, reboot my screen, and the whole feed would pick up. But he ain't. He's on vacation. I hope you are too. Uh, you know who else might be feeling like some good stuff because of vacation recently? You know what happened this week? If you don't, it's trending. And it's trending straight out of the land of 10,000 lakes. All right, man. Let's check out uh, some of the pictures that came out of Minnesota. Because Minnesota went legal this past week. Here's some nice people enjoying the stuff that is now lawful in their state. Uh, not only that, we have uh, somebody who's selling some stuff over at Native Care Dispenser in Red Lake Nation because very often the first people that legalize it in a state are the people that aren't even in the state. That's right, the nations, they do legalize it. Uh, the Native Nations of America. And uh, it's interesting. And it's all over the country. It's not just in Minnesota. It's also in New York. You know, it, there's so many of these uh, uh, tribes that lead their states into uh, legal use. Pretty fascinating. Let's see, where else do we have some more photos of what happened in Minnesota? Uh, they were having a party. So that's United States Representative Elon Omar performing with a band, cheekily lamed Elon Omar and the musical rockers. Okay, Elon Omar may be a narcissist with that kind of shit. Uh, AKA marijuana death squads during the legalization celebration on First Avenue on Tuesday. And anytime, and again, it's not just me thinking this, it's anytime that you name your band after yourself, eh, maybe a narcissist, just, just saying. Okay, let's see what else happened in these images. And maybe Miggy will grace us with his presence and I can see how many people are tuning in. And then we'll get to the next story. Oh my goodness, I just heard Miggy pop, but here's a guy. That's that's the Minneapolis mayor, Jacob Fry, showing the pipe that he got from Legacy Glass, by the way. He is the Minneapolis mayor. I am so stoked to be able to work in Minnesota soon and also stoked to bring to the program everybody's favorite. Where is me? I just I just thought I'd put him on. And there he is. He's coming in. Hey, dude. Oh, you got to get yeah. back to that one spot that you were in. Because it was such nice Wi-Fi. But uh, joining us degrees yeah, Sombrero. 10,000 degrees. Where are you from? I mean, it's 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 totally summer vacation on cannabis legalization news. Don't forget to smash the likes and click subscribe. If you are lucky enough to get a summer vacation, and I'm looking at you, you're, you're taking the whole fucking month off. Don't act like you're not. 
to the water. So what are we talking about today? Uh, we were just talking about how Minnesota had legalized it. And this is, let me just put him back on the screen right there. You are seeing uh, Minnesota's, and not that's not Minnesota because that's a whole state, but that's Minneapolis's mayor, Jacob Fry, <laughs> showing off the pipe that he purchased. Uh, and then here's Janice Illingworth smoking the end of a giant novelty joint. Uh, hopefully it's not novelty weed in there. And so that is photos of celebrating day one of legal cannabis in Minnesota. You know what else is coming out of Minnesota? What's that? For governor, Jesse yeah. Ventura. He is going oh, to have a weed brand or he's planning a weed brand. Jesse, call us. Don't forget to go over to CannabisIndustryLawyer.com, fill out the type form, and uh, we'll get in touch with you, dude. You think it's... Uh, uh, go ahead. I was going to say, you think his weed's going to be any good? You know, like, um, as a kid, like, I've always wanted... Go ahead. I don't know what his experience with weed is. I mean, like, you know, um, the weed experience that people have, you can get really good stuff, or you can get mids, or you can get shit. I mean, you're in... You're in Mexico, you think you'd be able to get good stuff down there, but it's you shit right now. But uh, it's been interesting, dude, because we were we started a vacation on the uh, Isla Mujeres, uh, and uh, at night I would randomly see kids smoking joints and uh, on the beach, just uh, just chilling with their 1990 swag. <laughs> and then cart the swag, everybody carts that because uh, I brought some carts out here, and they sell for up to two hundred dollars for what I get to for for twenty five bucks. Holy crap. I mean, that sounds like yeah. the, the the arbitrage play that we get from going from Michigan to Illinois, where you can go get a cart, a baller cart in Michigan for like a third or a quarter of the cost that you can get it in Illinois. Yeah. Oops. Somebody said, is there any good celebrity brands out there? I wonder. Oh, yeah. I can't I can't interact with the audience. And so I got some problems with the uh, the computer. And so like I can't tell how many people are tuning in. I can't tell it. Uh, anything. Oh, wait. I just 150. 146. Okay. 146. 146 right people tuning in right now. Thank you so much. And uh, let's get back to do you think Jesse Ventura's brand is going to be uh, fire or not fire? Uh, leave it in the comments. We'd like to hear about that noise. And then, yeah, Red Lake, Minnesota. That was the uh, the one that we, yeah, on the res, the reservations, how the Native Americans are leading the charge when a state legalizes. Like, it's the same in New York. It's the same in a lot of states. They hit it first. Well, and then you have a Missouri round coming up, an opportunity for other people, correct? Oh, yeah, absolutely. There is an opportunity for other people. We'll be talking about that at 20 past the hour. But right. um, I can at least put that one in. And so that's that's back to like, you know, where we got in, dude, because like we got in because we could fit in and it was a social equity lottery. Well, and, and again, uh, it worked. But, but the the chance, like, uh, you know, I used to kind of laugh at the social equity process. See, kind of like, who has $2 million? But you know what? If you win the license, you find out a lot of people have $2 million that are willing to talk to you. So, right. you know, take your chance. Put it. Do it. Take your chance. But then a lot of, a lot of the people that, uh, so like the stuff that we do, like it's, we pre-pack it. And so like we try to say like, no. A lot of people that'll just roll the dice. I mean, like it's lucky that we were able to put it together, you know, because then it's the, the experience that I have and then, you know, your social equity aspect. But um, how do you get operational? And so that's been like a huge uh, choke point uh, throughout the the awards that are based on social yeah. equity. So it really is these types of incubators that we've been 
putting together. But um, yeah, Missouri is open. And if you were arrested for weed, or if you are uh, living at the poverty level, or if you are a disabled veteran, any amount, um, you're eligible to play the lottery in Missouri. And uh, we'll talk about more about the opportunity later, right? That you have with him or? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like right now, we got some stuff that we could talk about before it gets past to 20 past the hour. I got some more time. And so that's, oops, the wrong one. And then I have one of four free articles still from Forbes magazine, which really is just a website. The DEA had pledges to seek federal marijuana rescheduling review timeline from the HHS. I love that, you know. So the DEA is ta- saying, hey, the, the head of the administration, it is an Ann Milgram related to maybe the Dr. Milgram who did those spooky experiments that said that we're all basically Nazis, has committed to asking the United States Department of Health and Human Services for a timeline in order to conduct a review of the federal marijuana rescheduling, pressed by Representative Gates at the oversight hearing for the DEA on July 27th. Milgram testified that she informed the committee members that they have not been provided with a definite timeline to review weeds classification. Well, we need more studies. Uh, the feds don't know who's talking to what. That's what it pretty much is. I mean, like, need more studies or uh, one hand doesn't know what the other hand's doing. Yeah, well, that's kind of, you know, we've had a patent for how many years that just expired? Patent's off. It's off patent now. It's it's like right? it's generic Viagra. And so, like, anybody can make it. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, but, you know, uh, it's still an industry that is at a license-by-license basis. And it's going to take years for this shit to roll out. Like, the, the election in Kentucky, I almost had that added to the stack of, of articles we talked about this week. But it was out of Politico. And oh. who wins uh, uh, Kentucky? If Kentucky is Democratic Bashir, Governor Bashir, go him. Uh, there's a higher likelihood that weed will roll out in Kentucky. But we were talking about Minnesota. Dude, I can't wait to help Minnesotans win cannabis licenses. Uh, it may be a social equity lottery for some of them, like the dispensaries. But I don't think the mezzo business license they have will be that. I think it's going to be more merit based, at least until everybody gets sued. Well, and, you know, I think a lot of like I, I used to, like I said before, gaff at the social equity issue, right? Like, uh, but like this is actually going to be a chance if we do this right on a slow rollout and do it properly. I really do think I'll be set for a little bit. You know what I mean? Like this is going to be. Oh, I'm going to try to make you worth at least a million bucks. But you know what so I'm saying? It's one of those yeah. things because like. But the way that we're going to set it up, and then there's going to be the way that we're going to set it up for other people in the future that we can help out. And and the, that, that way makes sense. And then it's like, it worked. This is this is what you may want to consider. Uh, and there's going to be a lot of that rolling out. And so, like, we can do one of the things that I wanted to do today, but I don't know if I'll be able to log in. And so it's one of those deals where uh, I can I can try to log in and then share my screen. We still got about four minutes, but then I have to, like, see if this is it and then i have to use my uh biometrics of my fingerprint to allow that to go in and then oops no i can't and so it's one of these dealies where um so the sharepoint process one of the things that i want to do is already have been logged into the sharepoint process because i was uploading our stuff and and i can i, can, I guess going to share some of our stuff where that we had done because like if we go do our stuff some of this is like what's in, you know, we, we have a file in Google Drive 
And that material for Miggy and I's licenses needs to be put into a certain format. But I wasn't sure if this was, I already started uploading it. So like the evidence of your social equity status has already been uploaded. And then so is the test case. And so is all these other things. And we can go over that next week because then we we can get our principal officer attestation forms and we're pretty much done. And we have until August 28th. So here it is, August 6th. We're pretty much done. Like you're on vacation. I'm just back from vacation. I'm sorry. We were not live last week, but we had that video blow the fuck up. Did you see that shit? Yeah, you did. What did you get? Like 50,000 views on that fucking thing? No, it's up to 80. And so like the next one is going to be the most mind-blowing way that it can be legalized next year. Something like that. And and I got that script done, but like I got to get some commentary back from these guys. They want me to say sweet tits like in the script. And so I'm like, I'm going to say it twice. And so, uh, and so I'll film that one next month or next week. And then, so we'll, we'll just keep doing those. Cause like, if that's one way to get a lot more people to tune in, uh, to the podcast and then understand that they got a shot if they go back to cannabisindustrylawyer.com and their social equity. And so depending on where you're at, you know, the, the rules are interesting. Well, and I, and I think the way we're doing it, like we accidentally fell into this. And I think the slow rollout, having just the store or whether, what, however we're going to do it one at a time. And unlike the uh, the recent, uh, was it Cresco and Truly who decided not to join forces? Oh, we're going to talk about them after, yeah, they're, they're later on in the hour. Hey, can you uh, switch your camera? Because like you're backlit like a motherfucker. We have Silhouette Miggy joining us. Everybody yeah. Silhouette Miggy. What's the difference oh, between? Front light. Front light, uh, uh, there it is. Front lit. There you go. There, uh, There's like a. So like uh, he no longer is a, a federal informant. <laughs> you know, you get the silhouette, and then we just need to have a voice modulator on you. Yeah. There's like fucking thirty degrees difference between inside and outside. I mean, it's gorgeous outside. I'm I'm presently in Cancun, Mexico, so fucking paradise. Nothing paradise out there in Cancun, Mexico, by the way, and and that's Ooh. that's interesting. But you say it's real hot. How hot is real hot? I, I, it's it's like Florida, ninety degrees and muggy. Oh, so you got that hot, and you get like the powerful sun too. Yeah, that's so why it's hot, powerful sun and a pile of humidity. Staying out all inclusive. This is our first day, so we'll see how this goes. And when do you come back to the states? Uh, Tuesday, we're back. All, all right. right. Well, if it is Tuesday, it will be four twenty somewhere. We will see you after a small commercial break. Nice hat. It is a bandana. Oh, bandana. And that bandana may have been what I was smoking. Oh, there you Just go. Saying. A little bit of that. Hey, but we do have some interesting news. And that interesting news is, uh, like, Miggy is social equity again. And so now we're going for the Missouri ones. And so if you want to head on over to, and your social equity got a shot, and head on over to CannabisIndustryLawyer.com, uh, and we will be sharing this. And so it's, like, Missouri, Illinois, uh, Maryland, uh, you know, they have some in New Jersey. They got some in New York. They got them all over the place. It wouldn't surprise me if Minnesota's got some. Uh, Arizona had them. California. So it's these social equity applicants that get priority, but then you have to help them out and, and help them get stood up. Uh, but uh, we have a little 
Google form that you can fill out that will be thrown here to the uh, comments. And uh, that will allow the people that are qualified to be able to have a shot at winning uh, a license over in Missouri. Because a lot of these states, like we sue them. And by we, I mean the royal lawyers. The royal lawyers sue if they are being excluded from interstate commerce in violation of the Dormant Commerce Clause and laws get changed. It's happened all over the map. And uh, and so like that means that if you were arrested anywhere for cannabis, you are social equity in Missouri. Uh, it's a little bit more complex in Maryland and a little bit more complex in Illinois. But uh, also in Missouri, if you are a disabled veteran, you're social equity. If you are a, um, a income earner who's at the poverty level, also social equity. And, but you only can get one. So it's a one and done kind of like shot. Well, and I like to also point out, because this is this form that you just posted out is unique to you. So this is going through Tom. Um, if you were to do this on your own, it'd be a $1,500 deposit. And uh, uh, then you still have to prove the whole process, right? Well, not only that, what happens if you win? What are you going to do if you win? Real talk. Now, your social equity applicant, boom, you win. What's your plan to get open? Right. Why is, it, why is 85% of them not open? That's because there's no plan. There's no... You know, they, they figure they're going to get the assets afterwards, right? Some sort of liquidity out there. But um, it just, it, it's a lot of hard work to even raise 100000 let alone a million. So Unless you've done it before. And then, yeah, you can go find us over there at, uh, that's CannabisIndustryLawyer.com. Uh, we have this little type form that you can fill out if you're social equity. And that means if you've been arrested for weed, you qualify. Uh, poverty level qualifies. And then also the um, disabled veteran. Yeah, but, but we have more news. We do. We do have more news. We don't just have to hustle for people winning cannabis licenses. Well, I don't even think it's hustling, dude. I honestly do think because like uh, there's only a short window, right? When's the window closed for this one? August 10th, Thursday. That's it. You have until Thursday, but that's really how it is. I mean, like your shot comes up, your shot goes out that fast. And you might even not even know that you have a shot. And then, uh, okay, so you got a shot. What does that even mean? Like, okay, great. You win. Now what? Okay, do you have like for a grower, like you got $10 million to go get operational? It depending, like, like some of the the social equity lottery states are highly regulated states. And so like it costs a lot to get operational, yeah. but then you can't access the license. It's a very interesting trap that they've set with their with their laws. Oh, yeah. Well, and that's unfortunately kind of what it feels like almost in the beginning until I started having some conversations that I had with some people where it's like, wow, there's really people out there who are willing to like put out this money and, and, and uh, uh, still pay me in return later on. But right. I, I, uh, I I just behoove anybody that's a veteran uh, or if you had a, a, an arrest or uh, um, what's the other one, a low income. Low income. So you don't even have to be a state resident, right? You don't even have to be a state resident. No, you can't so. because like if you're a state resident, a guy like me will sue you. And so, like, it's one of those deals where, like, it's the Dormant Commerce Clause. But, yeah, you can just head on over to CannabisIndustryLawyer.com, fill out a little type form that you'll see right there, and and we'll we'll get in contact with you because they're doing this lottery not just this year. They're doing it next year, and they're doing it the year after that. And and we are of the opinion that, you know, you need a team, you need an incubator, and uh, or, you know, you already have it. You do it yourself, cool. Yeah. You know, but then, yeah. you know. It's hard again, to do it yourself the first time, right? You know, a, a team in any of this, you need a team, and that's the one thing I learned. Like at Canacon, talking to all the entrepreneurs and everybody else that we've spoken to, you definitely need a team. You know, it's like like to us, you know, two guys in a mic, 
and and no editor. We need we need an editor. <laughs> oh no, we're getting that. Like that's yeah, yeah. that is like when the capital raised is done, we get to hire somebody, and I'm not going to be sitting there going like this, do that. And then we we uh, we there will be salaries involved, but I want you to have like double salaries, like so like you have a don't quit your day job, like just yeah. get another salary on top of it. Take care of some things that you need to pay for, you know, and right. then. Um, build a studio because like you know where josh has that studio over there in burian oh yeah um yeah 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 oh no i totally want to do a studio and then you could do it there from there you know and i would love to do content on the road too uh i got a question from alfred miller asking uh, um to be uh it has to be fairly legal for the discharge to be changed and i can tell you you can go through the va a lot of times you can get your bet your, your your misconduct if you've uh can prove like it was medical or whatnot but you have to go through a lot of a process of the va so you can get it turned over but you just got to go through the process um and it's not so much i don't think about it being like fairly or, or not fairly when it comes to like you being discharged a lot of time it's like okay at the time of when you pop positive uh because you took for medicine uh you know you were a bad boy but yet sometimes they'll change your um discharge to like uh, good conduct because if you get a uh, dishonorable discharge, you're not qualified for a lot of benefits after you get out. Yeah, and that's uh, I didn't see that on the VA update from Biden. Like they did say, like it wouldn't affect your benefits if you're using it. Okay, great. So hopefully that's then not the basis for a dishonorable discharge. You know? No. Well, you can still if you're active duty and get caught testing, it's dishonorable right away. There's a, still a really? zero tolerance policy. Yeah, which is some bullshit. They say it makes no sense can use it unless you're an active then you can't yeah. use it well there's a saying you uh you fight for freedom but you don't have any <laughs> you know veterans day is coming up well it is yeah. anyway uh you know what else happened this week mastercard mastercard that's right you will not be paying for your weed with a mastercard anymore mastercard has banned Marijuana purchases on their debit cards. This is according to RetailCustomerExperience.com, the brand that never lies. That's that's it. That's it. This decision is tied to the fact that the federal government views cannabis sales as illegal, a spokesperson told Reuters, which cited a Bloomberg News article. Coming to you, third string hearsay, RetailCustomerExperience.com, and cannabis legalization news. Thanks for tuning in. I mean, this is like no shit news. Stripe and all the other shit that cannabis has been contending with. Uh, another reason to get safe bacon on board. Yeah, another reason to get safe bacon on board is that it makes the uh, lawsuit for the challenge to the rational basis of the current scheduling of cannabis all the more bolstered because now you have like laws directly contradicting each other as opposed to like federal policies and some budgetary and like exclusions contradicting each other. I want federal laws directly contradicting each other on the scheduling of that plan. And again, this law makes it unconstitutional. There's no reason for prohibition to exist in the first place. You know? Well, they were trying to control people that they didn't like. They were based on like the color of their skin or or the language coming out of their mouths. Well, it's interesting. Or or how they thought. Like, you know. Well, that's, yeah, it's definitely a control for like, uh, what is like uh, a... the population of like uh less fortunates but uh i was learning uh i learned <clears throat> the, uh, researching the word marijuana the other day and it turns out like mexico was fighting cannabis even before like 
I didn't realize that because my great grand grandmother, uh, who's native, used cannabis. My mom used to get it for her for her her aches and pains, but I didn't realize it probably has to do with like the Pancho Villa days because the soldiers, the revolutionaries, would smoke it before battle. But I don't know. I'm just surprised that uh, Mexico was uh, not for cannabis too at the same time. It's very weird. Plant has Prejudice a long history. runs deep. It does. Prejudice runs deep. You know, uh, and then it's one of those deals where. You wonder why the prejudice is really there, but there it is. Yeah. And uh, you're like, okay, but, but why? Well, it stinks. Okay. I'm sorry that you don't like the smell of this particular flower. Anything else? Um, makes you dumb. Sure about that. Wouldn't you be surprised that like cannabis usage correlates to intelligence? Well, not intelligence. Or like uh, academic achievement levels. And so, yeah. you know, you're more likely to use it the higher graduate degree you have, you know? If you're a piss tech in tech, you would lose half the jobs in tech. That's why they don't have it. That's one of the reasons why I think California led, you know, um, and then Washington State was kind of there as well. You know, these people are coming up with, uh, they aren't math puzzles, but they're, they're algorithms in like pages that just work. Which it's, it's a very f interesting thing that they do. Yeah. What we got next? Next. Let's go to whatever next is. Uh, uh, it's oh, it's it. We have something, we do, and uh, it's it's one of our favorite things that we do. Uh, but I have to pull up the the bumper on it because it's a bumper worthy thing. There it is, the strain that looks like it's coming directly out of my mouth and taking up Mickey's face. Uh, that is the strain that you can name on the name that strain game that we play on CLN. That's well, pretty good. And I'm, I'm gonna try to also, you know, hit the subscribe bumper to see if they can do them both at once. No, they cannot. <laughs> the overlay will be back. We are back to playing name that strain. Uh stream your own update, please. You know. Um anyway, this right? is name that strain, and that is the strain that you should name. This is just driving them nuts if they're listening to this on their commute, but it's at minute 31, so their commute's already over. Uh anyway, this would be a strain that has uh, pretty dense bud structure and it does have some red hairs on it um uh, the buds are i, I mean they're conical or, or they 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 aren't like golf balls as much as they, they kind of run you know but they're dense well isn't it, that uh, might get back to its parents well is it they're kind of like larfy Lark isn't that a word that people use larfy? yes like when it's yes. kind of but larfy buds can be caused by all sorts of different things, not necessarily genetics. I mean, it can be caused by uh, not enough uh, light. It can be caused by like, you know, bad mineral uptake or like you know, nu nutrient problems. It, it can be caused by all sorts of crap. Um, maybe larfy, who knows? But that's uh, the strain. And some, some website wanted to go with that. But uh, this is an indicondominant hybrid made by crossing Girl Scout cookies with ChemDog. Oh, that's a good hitter. Uh, it should be. Chocolate. That's, I don't even know what name it is. Uh, it is a name that you hear all the time, but it is a cross. That's right. Its parents are Girl Scout Cookies, or GSC after they got sued, and ChemDog. And ChemDog ain't going to get sued. He made that up. And that was 1991. It's more than 30 years old now. Grateful Dead show. You're welcome, Damn. everybody. Somebody's asking why dispensaries don't sell old strains, but you know, it's always about what's oh, available. Yeah. 
it's about what's available but it's also about like what their buyers are purchasing what's trending and so uh, people will start growing stuff and it's like oh this is gonna be the strain of the year you can't even believe the name of this strain it's gonna be so fucking dank how much can i put you down for yeah no that's for sure the market does tell i remember in washington when blue dream was everywhere and now it's hit or miss chem scout yeah. it is not it is all right Yay. plants fanon that is gmo uh aka it's not just just necessarily called gmo um it, it also has this little aka i guess we can now put that on up uh that and let me take this little thingamajigger off there and so that is girl scout uh, gmo cookies oh uh yep yep also known as gmo or garlic cookies and garlic cookies and that is crossed with girl scout cookies and chem dog and uh, you hear about that a lot it's got that garlicky oh, yeah. diesel aroma garlic forward taste on your taste budge they like it for pain depression and nausea mm. someone says garlic cookies. Yep. i really do love the garlic smell spade shaped taste. buds there you go that's what i would call them spade ah. shaped they aren't like golf balls you know but spades yeah they're like they're dense but they're longer you know yeah spade shaped yeah shit all right man let's hit a couple more and then yeah. i gotta wrap it up because i have to get to a fundraiser for politicking because we got to be nice. politicking as we are uh business owner in this yeah uh, this area and uh and yeah. gratitude and we're gonna be like upstanding citizens and giving jobs and the c corps headquarters will be here even though the c corp will be filed in delaware like they all are <laughs> and this is why you need a lawyer <laughs> I'm just oh saying my god oh shit yeah you're but then the problem is i am going to have a, a a lot more clients but like also a lot fewer clients it's going to be interesting oh yeah yeah very dope okay what were we doing here again? That's right. Uh, Subscribe to Axios Business Suite. Ah, oh, yes. The next story, we can actually do a bumper on that story. We can do some stocks because this really, this is the biggest stock news that came out of weed maybe this quarter. That's right. The marijuana mega merger of Cresco and Columbia Care has gone up in smoke. And this is out of Axios.com reporting on August the 3rd. I believe it was a Thursday. Cresco, Chicago-based marijuana producer and New York-based rival Columbia Care terminated their $2 billion all-stock merger, by the way, that might have been tax advantage. Creating the large two, which may have created the largest United States, United States cannabis company. By sales, at least, not by like you know profit, but by sales, and yeah, yeah. Uh, that means that they can't do it. And it also means that Sean P. Diddy Combs, I'm sorry, he has gotten rid of the word P. Diddy Combs, uh, it will not be able to buy all those divested assets for 185 million dollars and to become the largest black-owned cannabis entrepreneur in the game. Yeah. Uh, uh, both Can Cresco and Columbia Care are listed in Canada. And they have seen their shares fall more than 50% in the past year. Well, you were excited because Cresco was climbing last week or two weeks ago. No, no, that wasn't Cresco. That was Curleaf. And Curleaf oh, did that Curleaf? because they were going to do some some chicanery with uh, um, someone in Canada. But, Miggy, okay. I'm going to get Brack's family business into some chicanery. <laughs> Shit you not. Yeah. Uh, but it I won't mean, be chicanery. Fun, but there, there will be there will be math involved and like model math and share prices. Well, 
It's legal chicanery. That's all it is. I mean, it's no, all of it is technically money laundering. This is the thing that bugs me the most. I have to do like a presentation on it at the end of the month uh, for NBI, and I'm not doing another one until I have more time. And so uh, any transaction, you go to the dispensary, any transaction is literally money laundering. Like sure. Textbook definition. And then you can get into like RICO status, kind of like, you know, act liability as well. None of it's being enforced. That's the funny thing. And so why is it a law? If you, is, it, is, it gonna, is it a law or is it not a law? Why is it a law only for the taxes? You know? Well, doesn't it become like some sort of bullshit uh, metaphysical concept, right? Like mens rea, where it's like... Um, they, yes, they let- but it is. It's, it goes back to like that... And I got some of them back there. Those those books that I wrote so oh, many my. years ago that you know we yeah. came into contact with one another. Yeah. And, and there's there's levels to oh, scrutiny. Oh, yeah. So that's one of the reasons why like it's social equities, you know, interstate. It's it's everybody can be social equity because it, it has to do with the dormant commerce clause, which is a federal thing. And so yeah. for federal, you know, it's the constitutionality change it applies to everybody. But when you're talking about like uh, regulation of commercial shit, like you know how much. A, a can of coke will weigh you know that is usually set at the federal level and it's pursuant to the congress's commerce power right and so you know it, it, you don't usually reserve that to the states but you do reserve to the states the um police power but anyway that if you're going to try to like strike down congress's ability to regulate like interstate commerce like and their regulation of interstate commerce for weed is it ain't none right like it's heroin shut it down Right. But it clearly isn't. It clearly isn't. And so you have to test this basis called like rational basis. It just can't be arbitrary. It can't be for no good reason. And that's a really high bar. And then strict scrutiny is the the, the low bar. And so that's why all these states with the dormant commerce clause, that's strict scrutiny. Uh, But then like with the rational basis test, like saying weed shouldn't be there. That's rational basis. Right. But again, like even though it shouldn't be, we still have prohibition. That's what we're here for, right? I mean, like and the law itself for a while. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. You get excited. It's like money. <laughs> oh, Christmas! It's been forever, and like it was, back, it was like 13 years ago, and it's like it'll be it'll be legal next Tuesday, dude. No, it's not. My, yeah. my beard had more black in it, and I had hair on top of my fucking head. So. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, but now wow. you got uh, you have you have half a cannabis license in in a limited market state, even more limited than Washington state. Like, and so Illinois' ratio is about one in twenty five thousand citizens, and, and same ratio in Missouri, same ratio in Maryland, but in Washington state, it's about one in sixteen thousand. So it's even easier to make a good business out of it. Yeah, well, and, and like the conversation I had, I mean, right now, this social equity, if you can get your license in there, again, if you've been arrested or if you're a disabled vet or yeah. uh, you're in a low-income area, uh, you know, hit up Tom because, uh, you know, the window's going to close. And uh, uh, But this this is a perpetual wealth, it could be, right? Well, you know, uh, no, no, again, like this, there's, a, there's no such thing as a sure thing. And so to be that, it's more along the lines of this with which is more stocks and so let me put this one on uh oh alta alta is reporting super puffed 
And so let Alta come to you, it says. And this is out of uh, the California marijuana startup, Flow Canna, spent over $175 million oh. to become the biggest name in legal cannabis. This is what we're getting into, Miggy. Uh, we have the ability to put together corporations and start raising money with these uh, you know, pie-in-the-sky ideas of how to acquire all these licenses yeah. and then stand them up. Uh, and well, uh, and so, like, you're getting into that. You know, Flo, but see, what's funny is, like, I, we're getting into it, but we're not getting into it because we're not going to overreach. And I think a lot of these companies, when they, oh, they have no, big yeah. dreams. Cash flow. Like, yeah. cash flow. And so, like, when when, when Slobin and I go through, like, uh, the P&Ls on, like, a monthly or not quarterly basis, we'll be like, no, 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 no. Your risk capital is not doing this. No. Uh, unless you can raise more and so it gets into valuation math with the, the cfo and like the ceo to try to like both make as much money as possible and that gets you into the problems that you see in these msos but if if the goal is cash flowing and profits um value investing is not growth investing so like i i recommend we use the value investing well you know say, but, no, but, no 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 profits yeah but, but flow can i had a really good idea they bought a wine and I remember I told you I stopped in at home. Hey, I'm gonna step out for a minute, irritate everybody for a little bit. No, 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 no. I gotta I gotta dip. I also have to dip. Let's just wrap okay, okay. it up. Say hey, okay. don't forget to join us at the next episode of Cannabis Legalization News coming at about uh, next week, and we'll talk more about the week in cannabis. That was news. Yep, there's a lot to talk about. All right, take care All right. everybody. Thanks, See man. you guys after summer vacation.